All right. Uh, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe show. We're back for episode number three. As always, I'm one of the co-hosts, Jim Sessions, and I'm joined by... Joseph Sadler, the Joe of the Jim and Joe show. And uh, we are here, episode three. Today, we've got another uh, guest coming in to be interviewed here. We're going to be joined here in a little bit by uh, head volleyball coach Leanne McIver. Yes, we are. I'm looking forward to that and uh, a couple of fun little announcements to go on here. It's something we've been meaning to say the first couple of shows, but uh, even though Leanne and I both work at the school, the opinions on this show are basically our own. They're not the opinions of Divine ISD. Just want to get that out of the way. And then also, you know, when we came up with the idea, let's do the podcast, we started talking about it and we're like, you know what, let's do it the right way. Let's, we went, we bought all the equipment. None of this is Divine ISD affiliated, none of the equipment or anything else. So uh, just right. get that on record right now in case anybody's like, oh, you know, so, yeah. Well, actually, I thought uh, we had talked about it and we were said we were going to do it while I was at your house one night. And then I accidentally left my wallet here. Well, and yeah. And you took my credit card and actually went and bought all the stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, you just need to know those numbers and then that three-digit pin <laughs> thing. That's all you really need. <laughs> I looked up your address online, so it was right. perfect. But, but, yeah, no, it's, it's good to be back. Uh, right. got, got a Twitter account going now. We're getting fancy. Yeah, I think so. So, so. but uh, but yeah, when we we are completely unaffiliated with Divine ISD, um, that way we can ramble even more. Yeah, you know, about stuff because uh, yeah. that's yeah. what we do best. So that, that is something we do know, very so. well. But Jim, you may have to carry the show today. I'm I'm kind of down because uh, I was you know lucky enough to watch the ninth inning of the Yankees Astros game while ago, and my Yankees are not very good this year. Yeah. Well. My Astros came from behind, down five runs in the ninth inning to win, put up a six spot with a walk-off home run by Jose Altuve. Thanks for reminding me of something that I had already had it cemented in my mind. So <laughs> but I truly appreciate that, To be sir. fair, your Yankees took two out of three over my Astros today, this we, weekend. We did, but you know what they say about sports. It's always the last thing that everybody sees is the lasting, you know, memory. And, oh, uh, yeah, for sure. That was – not only was it a walk-off home run, but it was a walk-off home run by that little freaking pocket rocket that, that, that did it to us in the playoffs a couple of years ago, you know, yeah. that's like my height and like 160 pounds, you know, so that stings a little bit more. That would be Jose so, Altuve. I don't want right? to speak the name we don't speak. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to hear it from you. I'm going to hear it from Brian Bendley. Oh, yeah. Well, the, I mean, the beats are going to keep going on and on. Well, you should when you brag about God's team and your Yankees all the time. So All you know. I ever say, Jim, all I ever do is speak facts. I say at <laughs> night when the players from every other team in, the, in, the, in professional baseball are going to bed and they're taking their jewelry off, and the Yankees are, it takes the Yankees a lot longer to take their jewelry yeah, off. 28 rings. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, but am I speaking? Am I speaking? No, no you're, you're exactly here? right. But how many of those rings have come in the last 10 years? More than your Astros? Uh, no. Absolutely yeah. not. No? In the last 10 okay. years? No, not last 10 they years. They haven't even made the World Series in the last 10 years. Oh, whatever. I lose count, man. I'm uh, 28. Yeah, yeah 28. Yeah. So. All of those before like 1960. Well, not all of them, but really? several of them were. Really? You want to go there? Uh, no, no, so. I don't. So. And plus, I don't okay. think Leanne wants to sit here and just listen <laughs> to us argue about baseball the whole night. Well, you know, we're, we're keeping up our word on rambling, so. <laughs> That's for sure. By the but. way, a little, little different tonight because normally we do this Wednesday nights. Uh, Coach McIver and I and some of the other girls' coaches are going to girls' coaching school uh, this week, mm -hmm. Monday through Thursday, so we're not able to do our normal Wednesday night. Right. So we're recording this on Sunday night. Yes. 7-11. Uh, Isn't that convenient? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, whenever you're trying to, you know, get a celebrity to come in to do your, be on your, on your uh, podcast, yeah. you have to, you know, like ask them to check their schedule and stuff. Oh, and I know. So yeah. we were lucky yeah. enough that, that Leanne gave us a spot here, so – you know, oh, we well, jumped at it. So no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, faux show, <laughs> faux show. Yeah, and we're off to a great start. Yes, as always. But anyways, got to redirect my my uh, my cohort over here. He gets distracted easily. I um, do. There was some uh, some stuff that went on this the past week or so that that uh, we wanted to mention before we got rolling, and that was uh, success with, that some kids are doing right now in FFA and also. Uh, at the science fair, I think. Yeah, it was a FFA contest. Uh, mm -hmm. They, you know, state contest, state convention. Uh, Divine was well represented. I noticed there were several Lone Star Farmer degrees awarded to Divine students. Very nice. I don't have all their names, and I don't have a picture of them. And even if I did, I probably wouldn't know a couple of them. So I won't <laughs> try to name all them. But I did notice that in the uh, 
what is this? It is the FFA State Agri-Science Fair. We had a group finish third at the State Division Six. That was Kennedy Duncan and Audrey Longoria. Fantastic. And uh, their sponsor would be Audrey's mother, Adriana. Right. Segura, Ochoa, Segura. I think she goes by Segura now. Yeah, so, okay. uh, yeah, so congratulations to them. Uh, great job. Third at state. Yeah. State-level competition again. We talked about nationals at FCCLA last week. Now we're talking about state-level. I don't think that um, FFA, I don't know that they qualify on to a national level. I don't know. But right. uh, but still, state-level, there's a lot of people that are in FFA in the state of Texas. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, state, we're talking about the state of Texas where agriculture is huge. So, you know, you have a lot of people that grow up around that and stuff. So for our kids to get to go, on, you know, and compete at that level – also get scholarships to take with them, you know, onto the, onto the college level. That's fantastic. And for people that have never been around it and don't know anything about it, it takes a lot of work to be successful in FFA. Oh, a yeah. A lot of work, yeah. you know. The, well, the, the FFA sponsors are on a 12-month contract. Yes. Much. I mean, yes. they're they're up at school working every day pretty much during mm-hmm. the summer. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those uh, unsung things kind of. Right. Like a lot of the other aspects of teaching, right. you know, oh, y'all, y'all have two months off. Yeah, right. but not, not those guys. They're working not quite a bit. Not those guys. They're working when, around the when clock. When stock, stock show season rolls around, oh, they're man. putting in some some major hours during the week. Yes, and like you said, tons of competition. So for them to be able to make it that far, amazing. You know, congrats to those kids because they definitely have earned it. And um, going on with that, you know, the – Talk a little bit about the details of uh, the science fair. I don't know how much details you have, I, but I, I, I but don't really we have. Played third, we played third place there. Yeah, apparently, that group entered that agri science fair. They had some project. I'm sure it was a project that took quite a while. I don't know the specific details on it. Right. But I do know that if you're finishing third in the state, you've put a lot of time and effort into it. Okay. So kudos to those kiddos. So that's not okay. So I, I have it written it's, down as two separate yeah, things, I think and was, you confused me there. Yeah, and I'm easily I'm, confused. I'm, I am. I'm, I'm good at I, that. I, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it does not take very much effort to get me confused. No. So um, I spend a large time of my days, you know, sitting in an utter uh, confusion. So, but anyway, so they so they did that. That's great. We like to touch base. You know, touch a little bit about of you know info on all that stuff. Anytime our kids are doing something you know, extracurricular wise, you know, and put in work and stuff like that. We like to touch on it and say that, you know, congr- you know, give them a shout out, tell them congratulations. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, we, we talk a lot of sports on here, but we want to recognize anything oh, yeah, positive that's going on at school. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things going on in the community that are outside of just sports. So, and, and like you said, a lot of things that don't get near the attention it deserves. So, yeah. um, great job with them and, and their sponsors and the coaches and all that, you know, that's great to hear. Um, moving along. Probably a good call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving along, going back to our uh, our special guest that we have here, uh, and I'll let you kind of talk about the you know the details, introducing her and stuff. But uh, uh, Coach Leanne McIver, she's our volleyball coach, and uh, we want to just kind of let everybody know a little bit about her, you know, and then let her talk about it as well. So I'm going to hand the baton off to you. Oh, well, no, thanks for for the heads up here on <laughs> yeah. all this. I mean, you know, we we have our guests come out to the house here yes. our, our studio at my kitchen table uh, we could probably ask them to do like a little bio for us so we could read that well, out we're, but we're gonna get there one of these days we'll think about doing that but hey we at least got the little disclaimer in this time that yes. we've been thinking of for three shows so we're gonna get there yeah okay so go yeah. ahead yeah well we would like to welcome uh <laughs> head coach head volleyball coach leanne mciver to the uh, podcast here uh leanne welcome thanks for having me guys yeah no problem we're glad that you showed up and um, I know you've got a big week coming up with some coaching school uh, going yes, on, so we we're appreciate, excited for that. For, yeah, appreciate the time uh, for for you to stop by here. But um, let's see, let's just start with kind of the basics. Uh, let's let's go back to like even where you grew up, you know, where you played high school ball, things like that, where you went to college. So okay, so I grew up in San Antonio. Uh, well, majority of my life, my dad was in the military, so we moved once to Virginia, but then pretty much we're San Antonio the rest of my life. Um, Went to Douglas MacArthur High School, played basketball, volleyball, softball, track, kind of did all of it, Um, but basketball, volleyball were my main two sports. So from there, I got a basketball scholarship to Shriner University, played there for four years for basketball, and then my fifth year, when I was supposed to be doing student teaching and I changed my major, um, I played volleyball there also. So from there, I went on to University of Tennessee in Knoxville, got my um, master's in exercise phys, 
came back to Shriner, coached, taught there for a year or two, and then entered the high school career from there. Yeah, I always give you a lot of grief about being in the Shriner the Mafia. The Shriner Mafia. Yeah, it, it's major down here in this it, area. It, There's there, lots, there are quite lots. a few. There are quite a few people, and and of course, it's a small college there in Kerrville. Yes. So you end up knowing most of the people that go that attend there, and especially athletics wise, I'm oh, sure yeah. you know almost all the athletes. Yeah. So when I was there, our total enrollment was 700 kids, <laughs> and awesome. I would say majority of them were commuters. So. Yeah. The right. athletes were on campus, and we were a small little family. We all supported each other, went to each other's games, hung out with each other. So, I mean, who you entered with, you automatically had a connection with. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, what about your playing career, you know, in high school and in, and in college, you know, and then leaving and going to Tennessee and getting away from it for a little while and stuff and then coming back? What really, you know, set in your mind that you wanted to take the route of coaching? Okay, so I decided in high school, and really, mm -hmm. truly, I can remember the day I was sitting in art class, and I was next to my friend, Sam, and we were doing our drawings, and I always thought I was going to be a physical therapist. That was kind of my dream and everything, and he was like, Leanne, I really see you as a coach. Like, I think you should be a coach, and I was like, yeah, that does sound kind of good, you know, so it kind of got my mm -hmm. wheels turning, and I've always played around with teaching because of my mom being a teacher, Right. you know, oh, I mean, okay. that's just part, you know, in my blood, and so... um Finally, I was like, okay, yeah, I do. I love sports. Can't imagine my life without them. So let's go, you know, let's go and do that. Cool. So, I mean, obviously it's played a huge part of my life. I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't play it, right. play sports. So. Right. Well, I mean, you know, a lot. Of, I know a lot of people, when they get into coaching, um, you know, they kind of had to really work at it, you know, how to really work and kind of have, you know, kind of build their, their IQ and whatever sport they were, they were playing, you know, a lot of people that had a lot of success, you know, and stuff, they don't really want to get into it because they didn't have to do all the detailed stuff, mm -hmm. you know, to be successful. But I mean, it sounds to me like you were pretty successful in everything, you know, playing two sports in college and stuff like that. So yeah, that's why I was kind of curious as to like, you know, what, made you want to get into it and really have to go in there and, and get your hands dirty coaching kids that didn't have, you know, as much natural ability. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so I, I really got to first experience it in college. Mm -hmm. I got to coach Kerrville Tyvee's AU team awesome. summer and loved it. And, and was that volleyball or basketball? It was basketball. basketball. So originally I was going to be a basketball coach. Right. And that was kind of my route. Um, and so when I was at the school, George Bush high school before divine, I went in as the varsity assistant coach. It was the 5A at that point. Mm -hmm. And then my second year, the head volleyball position opened up and it just kind of fell in my lap. And I was right. like, and they're like, my AD was like, Leanne, take it. You got experience. Like, you know, it's late in the game right now. I was like, okay, sure. I'll step in. And, you know, not thinking it was going to be my career from there. I just thought maybe a year or two and I just fell in love with it and got involved in club and just threw myself into it. Cool. So. That's really cool. That's uh, I mean that's that's a pretty cool story right there. I didn't I didn't know that that uh, that you you played at Shriner and stuff. I mean that's that's pretty neat. Yeah, the kids are pretty funny. When they're like, Coach, you played him? You played basketball in college? I mean, they're yeah. just amazed. I'm like, Yeah, right. I did. They're like, Really? Did like, you tell them I'm kind of tall? I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, going back to you said that when you're supposed to be doing your student teaching, you you played volleyball. What? What made you do that? So I decided to go to grad school after that. Uh -huh. I was like, I, I've always wanted to go to the University of Tennessee. Um, that was, I knew if I didn't get a scholarship, that's where I was going to end up at. That's just where right. my dad's from. Our whole family's graduated from UT at some point. So it's just been a tradition. And that I grew up as a volunteer. Mm -hmm. So um, that was kind of a dream I had. And I think at the end of my like fourth year, I was like, I'm not sure if I want to do high school. I want to go in college. That's kind of where I, that's the route I want to go. I want to go to college. So if I'm going to do that, I need a master's, mm -hmm. you know? And so that's when I changed my mind, applied to Tennessee, got in. I remember telling my mom, she's like, you're lying to me. Your, your dad put you up to this. You're joking with me. I was like, promise you, mom, I'm not lying to you. I'm going cool. to university of Tennessee. So I had to take a couple of other courses instead of student mm -hmm. teach. Mm -hmm. So I just dropped student teaching and picked up, I mean, I had an easy schedule my fifth year. I don't even know if I was full time. I might have been full time, but it was like with, yeah, you know. Just, just barely full time. Volleyball, basketball classes. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> it was yeah. one of those. I had to pick up like a chemistry and a math, and that was about it. So. Well, I, re I remember, 
you know, taking basketball class like six times at UTSA. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, well, that's you could take it six times for credit. So I don't know how I, many times I took it, but I got credit for like three or four hours, I think, of basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think back. I think I went to school for five years, too, and I think all five years were pretty easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, it reflected on my overall GPA, but I'm, I mean, I don't think I tried very hard. I mean, I, I made it easy. Not because I worked really hard in the classroom. But, well, you know. I know I know you put a lot of time and effort into a couple of your lessons when you decided to student teach and you taught square dancing. Absolutely, you I put mean, a hey, lot of time you know, into that. I've oh, always, I've heard about that. I've lesson. always yeah. been very passionate about teaching uh, square dancing, yes. Jimbo. So passionate that when you got the first yeah. pick out of everybody, you just picked you, square you're dancing. You're darn right. Yeah. You're darn right. <laughs> Had nothing to do with someone else already teaching that square I, dance lesson. I have no a idea years. what you're yeah. talking about. I will not confirm that, or deny. That'll be anything. that'll be for another <laughs> podcast. Yeah. yeah. So Jim Sessions comments sometimes are very inaccurate people. Um, but you know, I've you got know, the volume control over here, right? I can yes, mute you if you I know, need to, you know, I'd like to stay on task okay, here. So, you know, <laughs> right, I, sorry. You know, I don't, I don't appreciate you lying about me I, again, everybody. If you want to, if you want to learn square dancing, just give me a call. Um, <laughs> so his number is, no. <laughs> uh, so your decision came, you know, your decision to coach came, you know, when you were in high school. And so that kind of set it all in motion. Now, tell us about, uh, you said you went to uh, George Bush and coached there. That was your first well, high school? So Columbus High School was my first. Okay, I went Columbus. there as a varsity basketball coach, okay. freshman volleyball. And my first year I was assistant softball. Okay. So. And then after that. You went, you know, and, and you were at you were at George Bush, and, and that's whenever you became the head volleyball coach. Correct, after my first okay. year there. Yep. Kinda, you said it kind of fell in your lap, and so you took it and kind of ran from there. Okay, real quick. When you were at Columbus, what year was that, roughly? I think 03, 04. Okay. And Susan Brewer. Oh, yes, yeah, Susan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Volleyball coach. Yeah, yes. Susan was the head coach for well, Columbus. We played them. In, no, Susan's well, never been. Susan's at Belleville. And Belleville. that oh, is that's there. Belleville. And that's, okay. I that's mean, right. Susan's got a legacy there, has that's been right. their whole But you coached against Susan. I coached against there. Susan. Yeah. And I yeah. will never that's forget. Right. I went my, after my first year, I was having our basketball camp, and I look across the gym, and there's Susan standing there. And I'm like, What's Susan doing in Columbus in the gym here? (laughs) And so she comes over and she's like, Leanne, our head basketball position is open. I want you to come over here. I was like, nah, I can't leave Columbus. Hmm. That'd be like me leaving to go to Hondo. You know, I mean, that rivalry. And I was like, nah, it's just not going to happen, Susan. Leanne, are you sure? You'll be good over here. Yeah, I'm sure, Susan. And now I see see her up there at the volleyball state and, you know, our coaches schools and all that. And I always remind her and she just laughs about it. (laughs) And I think she she's inducted into the TGCA Hall of Honor now. Uh, yes, I think that was yes. last year or the year before. Yes, well, I guess the year before maybe. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's right. who Amazing that's who coach. we played. Uh, coach Wells coached against yes. in the state tournament oh, against okay. in uh, okay. eighty seven. In two two years in a row. Yeah, I think the first year Belleville beat us. Yes. And then yeah. the next year we beat Belleville. Mm-hmm. Yes, because yeah. that's where the balloons come in. Yes. Yes. So the first year Terry gets a bouquet of balloons and they lose, and then the second year she's sitting there and she sees balloons walking in. And she's like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Get and, them out of here. and they go over to Susan instead. <laughs> oh, so okay. that's why we're not allowed to have balloons anywhere yeah. on the bus in the gym. I was gonna say anything. there have never been balloons in a volleyball bus. Yes, since no. then. Since then, yeah. good. Since that point, so hey, not uh, not that the coaches are superstitious. Or no, anything. not at all. Shoot. No. <laughs> You know, we lost the state tournament in softball because I had my checkbook in my back pocket. And for those young ones listening, checkbook is a thing of the <laughs> olden days. But, yeah. Yes, you do realize I, that like 90% of our audience right now was like, yeah, what is a checkbook? Is. Yeah. <laughs> that's another podcast. But yeah. Yes, that's for another <laughs> yeah. podcast as well. Yeah. I don't so. know why I put my checkbook in my back pocket, but I did. I never carry and a checkbook. Basically, you cost us a state yeah, championship. Yeah, it was, it was in the championship game. Yeah. Way to go, Jim. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's on job. me. I'll, I'll take it. Yep. Take it on the chin, right? Yeah. Okay. Again, (laughs) Again. back to the topic. (laughs) Back back on track here. Sorry. um, Talk about what led you to coming to the illustrious town of Divine, Texas. The Shriner Mafia. The Shriner Mafia. And it really, it really (laughs) truly is. So, um, you know, we were living in Katy and I had my daughter, Emma, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and she was around about to turn two you know, one and a half. And I was like, it's about time for us to move back. 
like for my parents because my mm-hmm. parents live in Lavernia. Um, and her other set of grandparents are no longer with us. So, you know, we found right. it was important for her to be around her, you know, my mom and dad. So I was looking for jobs. Um, I thought I was going to get the Floresville job. I thought that I was like, that's right there next to Lavernia. That's great. We can live there near my parents and everything. So kind of, you know, that was a long process. And in that point, um, Misty Moross, who was the head coach here, who was my teammate at Shriner. Um, <laughs> Yes, so see, Shriner Mafia Mafia Uh here. Um, She, that's when she decided she wasn't going to coach anymore. And so she had messaged me and I was like, hey, like, I'm looking for a job. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Floresville, you know, but I'll keep my ears open. She's like, Leanne, no, you come down here. Like, we already talked to Terry about you. You need to come down here. Just come down here. I promise you, you'll fall in love with it. So I was like, Misty, no, no. And Floresville was dragging their feet and I was like, okay, let's go. And so I came down here. I met with Misty, met with Terry. Um, I mean, we had great discussions and everything. And I was kind of like, okay, yeah, I could, I could see myself down here. I could see this happening. And um, I remember telling Terry, just, just give me a day. Let me, let me think about this. And so she calls me that next day, Leanne, you're in, you're in. You just got to say yes now. And so I was like, okay, so let's, let's, let's do it. And right. so that's and how what, I made it down here. 2013. Okay. Yes, that was my first season. So 2013-2014. Yeah, so I've been here so long everything just runs, just runs together. together. It, it's starting to do that stuff. for me. Yeah. Yes. It's starting so. to do that for me too. So <laughs> Okay, so you got here in 2013 and uh what what was it like coming into a place like Divine, you know, that it already had the kind of background and the success that it had had? And stuff like you know what was going through your mind when you first got here and got settled in so um you know my thing was like don't screw this up leanne <laughs> so this team went to the regional model every day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um i mean it was tough coming in just because misty had been here and then terry was with you know before mm-hmm. that you know so it was tough coming in and almost i don't want to say being accepted but i was different than misty Right. Just, you know, I mean, that happened. So it took some adjustments, but we, I mean, we pulled together when we needed to. We, you know, we had a really tough preseason schedule that year. And I remember going home and telling my mom, I got to figure this crap out because if not, mom, I, my job might be on the line, right. you know, right. like, I mean, they're successful and right now we're not. And she's like, just, just calm down. It will all happen. And sure enough, they finally, you know, we finally clicked, all got on the same page right when district started and we were able to make it back to the regional semifinal that year. So awesome. Yeah. That was your first year. That was my first year. Wow. Hey, so there you go. (laughs) Yeah. But I had a good core group from the previous year. Right. So, um, you know, that helped. Right. They had that experience behind them. So, yeah, I was going to say, cause at that time, Terry was still the athletic director, right? Yes. 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 And that could scare a lot of people away, you know, coming in, coming in and, 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 you know, and, the lady that that did what she did on the, in the volleyball program here and stuff, you know, and hiring you and kind of being right there. But I mean, I know Terry's not really that type of person. But I mean, I could see where that was very very stressful for yeah, you. Yeah, but you know, Terry made it great. I mean, I there's many days I was in her office because at that point I was over at DAP, so I had some right. flexibility. And it's like Terry, what am I doing? What's going on? Like, mm-hmm. so she really helped me and guided me, not just that year, but every year that she was here with me. Right. So I really leaned on her and learned from her. And we sat there and we would talk and I'm not, we didn't always agree and mm-hmm. that's fine. And, yeah. but you know, we listened to each other's opinions and met in the middle and, you right. know, she really helped me that first year. So. Well, and how, how nice was it to have that resource Oh, just it was awesome. on campus there for you yes. just walk into her office and Terry was always welcoming. Right. And right. you know, Terry, I would talk to Terry about all kinds of things, mm-hmm. and maybe not much basketball, but you know, just, okay, I'm having trouble with this kid trying to get them to work hard. And you yeah. know, just having that resource there has yeah. been great. Oh yeah. No, she was great. Now the worst part was she would call me on the phone. Leanne, I need you over here now. You need to get over here now. And I'm like, Oh my God, what, sh- what happened now? Like, what did I do? I'm like thinking in my mind, I go in there. She's like, do you like these shoes? Should I order these <laughs> yeah. shoes? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, Terry. Like oh, I thought. Re- remember <laughs> you were, happened. you were replacing Misty. Yes. So yes. I got, I got used to it. Yeah. So. Um, I was going to say, I mean, you're, you're obviously a lot stronger than, than Jim is because you know, you, 
coming in with, <laughs> and you worked, you know, under Terry there for a while. Jim made his parents move to Tennessee before he took the head job. <laughs> That's exactly job. right. So, you know, he was like, not only am I – not only am I not going to work under, you know, under my mom's supervision, I'm making her to move like however many states away, you know, before I do yeah. it. So I'm sure you know. Gail was still on the phone though. Yeah, I was so. gonna say I got plenty of phone yeah. calls. <laughs> Especially now with the live streaming and oh, stuff. Yes. Yeah, I can get all kinds of post yeah, you, uh, game you, questions. But you can always just turn your phone off. <laughs> no, 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 that doesn't work with Gail, my mother. I'm yeah. not gonna do that. She's no, gonna show she has, up at my door. So she has my phone number. She'll call <laughs> yeah. me and tell me, Hey, can yeah. you can you tell Jim to turn his, turn his phone on before I beat both y'all up. Mm -hmm. So, but no, that's, I mean, Hey, talk about coming into your first year and, and really hitting the ground running mm -hmm. and having a good run. But, um, I guess, why don't you just give us a, a, a rundown of, of how your career has gone here in Dubai so far from then, you know, up to now. So just finished my eighth year. And in those eight years, we made the regional semifinals four times, regional quarterfinals twice. And then, Unfortunately, we lost them by district one year. Right, so. right. And uh, that's pretty good whenever you say, unfortunately, we lost them by district one year. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you're kind of having a pretty good success well, whenever it's considered yeah. a down year when you – Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I think so. it just speaks to the, the power of what this program's been. Yes, yes. Right. And the expectations. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about this all the time. You know, you, you the, the kids in Divine, their expectation is to compete for a district championship and – play a couple of rounds deep in the playoffs yes. especially in right. volleyball right you know and, and basketball and right now, now it's and all softball. our sports yeah you know and, so. and you know football is the same way i mean you know football has been a little unfortunate not getting out of the first round but those kids i mean they're disappointed with it mm -hmm. there's a lot of programs that hey we made the playoffs you know mm -hmm. let's take the picture put it on the wall right you know and hey we got beaten the first round so be it there there's a gym i won't say where it is but you know for the longest time there was a a picture up there was the first time their team had made the state playoffs. Well, you know, that meant they finished whatever it was to finish. And, and the kids were like, they made it to state. I was like, no, that banner just says state playoffs. Like they they mm -hmm. got into And they're yeah. like, well, why don't we do that? And I was like, well, you know, we, we've we been kind of run out of some room. Yeah. We've yeah. been fortunate. So, yes. Uh, but it's a nice mentality. I mean, in a way, I don't, sometimes I don't know the kids understand anything different yeah I mean, they're just yeah. it's just kind of ingrained in them they don't they I, I mean i don't think the kids really grasp it until they're older yeah. you know because it's just you know another day at the office for them right kind of deal you know and and that was actually going to be the next thing i was going to say with you i mean you're you come into a program you know you're not from divine or anything and you come in here and you come into a program that knows how to win in volleyball you know and, and basketball and stuff like that and you come in and, and right off the bat, boom, you make a good run in the playoffs. What do you do yourself? What do you do like in your mindset to where you can get these kids to, you know, to buy in every single year mm -hmm. and put in the work and do it? Because it doesn't just happen, mm -mm. you know. I mean, a lot of people, they look at these place, places that are successful. Oh, well, they just basically show up. That's not the case. So what do you – tell us what you kind of do. What is your approach every year to get these kids locked in to keep doing it? So – I mean, relationships are a huge thing, mm -hmm. the, the relationship between the coach and the players. And I think a lot of it has to do with our older players, you know, setting the tone. Hey, this is the expectation. This is what we've done. This has gotten us here. We're doing that. We're going to do some more. Right. So, um, and then also think it helps having some alumni on our coaching staff too. Right. Because they're like, we've been there, done that. This is what we did to, be, to get there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, the kids are right now, they've bought in. When we're having our skill sessions, they're up there. Our gym is open from 9 to 10 because that's kind of our off time between middle school and high school. And they're showing up and getting on the court at that time. Right. Um, you know, they're playing in summer league. They're last week when we couldn't get into the gym because the floors were getting redone. They're like, hey, we're showing up for the weight room. Y'all need to be up here. This is what, you know, we got to stay ready to go. Our season's so many days away, you know, so um, – I mean, I think it's me talking to them, telling them, you know, talking to them and telling them, okay, this is kind of what we need to do, but it's got to come from the kids. I right. can tell them what to do, but the kids have to want to do it. And I think that they've really bought in and are trickling it down the line. Right. You know, we see our middle school showing up for the weight room too, mm -hmm. because they see the older kids doing it. So right. I think that's what's made our whole program successful is our older kids really leading and right. stepping up to the plate. Right. That's, I mean, that's me and you talk about that all the time. And I mean, and 
you know, y'all kind of work hand in hand. I mean, you, you know, you coach a lot of the same girls mm-hmm. in basketball right after yeah. and y'all have had, you know, consistent runs, you know, like you're, you're pretty much the same way. I mean, it, you know, you yeah. make it by district area. That's kind of a down year. Like what, what could we have done differently? You know, and that, that's awesome. But a coach's voice can only do so much. I mean, you, you got to have those kids in the locker room whenever you go to the office and close the door or whatever you, or you leave, those, you got to have a, a, gr- a group of kids that can really say, hey, this is what we got to do because, oh, yeah. you know, this is my third year on varsity or whatever. And, you know, and I know the guys, the guys or girls before me, you know, d- said would do this and do that. So, you know, I know what we got to do. I mean, oh, mm-hmm. for sure. So you can say that as well. Yeah, the, the kids have to take a leadership role. They, they have to buy. You know, we're, we're fortunate. We've got kids that buy in. Yes. We've got kids that aren't afraid to take that leadership role. Uh, right. we, you know, we talked with Coach Gomez about this the other day. we got kids that will help out the younger kids. It's, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they'll, they'll show up. And, you know, it, mm-hmm. I'm sure during that downtime, you know, you'll have someone saying, hey, let me set you a couple of balls mm-hmm. and you can get some attacks out here. Right. Or whatever it is. You know, we talked with Coach Gomez about some of the linemen. Yeah. Cannon Ramirez, like, turning around and showing some of the 7th mm-hmm. grade, 8th grade yeah. kids. That's huge. Hey, this is the footwork. That, yeah. You know. So, you get to that point, you have extra, you know, basically you have extra coaches out there with you. you right. Know, you get yep. some of your older kids out there and they're, they're helping out. And, I mean, that goes a long ways. Right. Well, I mean, I know, you know, being a parent, you know, and stuff, I, you know, Ty goes up there to, the, to do the – the strength and conditioning stuff and then goes to the football stuff and then he goes over to baseball. You know, the first couple of times it was like, you know, Dad, can you be here at this time to pick me up afterwards? And then it's kind of like, okay, well, hey, you know, do you want me to come pick you up? Oh, no, you know, yeah. Gabe yeah. is bringing me home or, or, or Sam Guardiola is bringing me home. And, he, I mean, he comes walking in thinking that he's, you know, on cloud nine because I mean, a, varsity kid, a varsity yeah. kid, you know, took the time to actually give him a ride home. So I'm like, okay. well, and, and, it, and it's crazy too because Ty's going to be what eighth grade, yes, and you've got Sammy who's going to be a sophomore, but Sammy made it on yeah. the varsity on a couple of sports, That's, yeah, and that they're going to be teammates, yes, you know, but you don't realize it necessarily when you're in eighth yeah, grade, yeah, not, and, not and, right and, now, and those no. guys are like bigger than life, or at least they were for mm-hmm. me. I mean, growing up here oh, at yeah. mom's practices and stuff, I mean, it was yeah. you know. Holly Graham was like, wow, that's Holly Graham, you know. Well, I ran into Holly Graham at one of your playoff games a couple years ago, and I was still scared, you know. And so, I mean, I was like, wow, Holly Graham knew my name. And I was like 40 years old. (laughs) She probably just knew Sadler. Well, I think she called me Sadler or whatever, you know, and I would say. That's one of the nicest things people call you Sadler. I was like, last time you saw me, I was was like, wait a second, I'm still, you know. (laughs) So, because, no, really, and she, like, came down and said and talked to me and everything, and I was like. You know, because, I mean, last time I saw her, I think I was, like, in fifth or sixth grade. And, you know, she was, you know, like a goddess out there, you know. So. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a good time back when Holly was in, in oh. high school. We were, we were pretty successful around here. Yeah. And, well, and, and also, you didn't just see her in volleyball dominating. No. Everything she did, she dominated in. So, that was yeah. what was cool, too. Yeah, so. basketball. And then I think she went to state and shot put and yes. track. And, yes. You know, that went was, to UT and, and played you know, volleyball uh, and basketball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she did volleyball all four years, and then the last yeah, year she, she turned around and did and basketball did vo- at basketball. the end. Yeah. yeah, I'll say she did the same thing you, but but flipped. Whenever mm-hmm. you said that, it reminded me of that. So, yeah. well, but, uh, and, and actually that's another thing that your kids do is all the camps and things. Yes. And that's actually a camp coming up pretty soon, yeah, isn't Yeah, Holly it? is coming up here uh, next week, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. So yeah. we're excited for her to come down here, and I know the girls always look forward to it. So, yeah. And it, it's cool that Holly gives back and comes yes. back to her yes. hometown and, and puts on a camp. She's coaching at Western New Mexico. West, yeah. Western New Mexico. So, yeah, she's uh, she's got a little bit of experience. So yeah, to, a, little. a little bit just of knowledge little. to pass on. So, yeah, yeah. that that would be really neat. You know, so uh, that just goes that goes back to what we're talking about, about the Divine Arabian volleyball program. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you have people like that that played here coming back to contribute, you know, to, to keep that success going on for this, that many years, because she played, that was in the, we're talking about the eighties, which doesn't seem that long ago for us, but no. you know, you say the eighties to my kids and they're like, yeah, y'all played whenever it's dinosaurs walked. It's kind of like, it's kind of <laughs> like checkbook. Nobody knows it, yeah, what we're talking checkbook. about there. Yeah. <laughs> what is this language you're speaking? Yeah. Yeah. So that's man, that is fantastic. And I will have, a, I will have my daughter up there. I was texting Leanne a couple weeks ago saying, yeah. when is volleyball camp? Cause, Drew, after going to the basketball camp, was like, Dad, what are the camps? Yeah. You know, I've been to tennis camp, been to 
What, we know what else? Let's go. Come on. So that'll be really neat. She, of course, she won't know who Holly is, but you know, I'll no. explain to her. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. all the coaches there will explain what she did yeah. here. But so. it's we're having the kids now whose <coughs> parents played with Holly, or right. you know, and so they they know who she is, and they're kind of like, you know, listen, telling everyone, yeah, like, listen this to what is she who says. Holly is, and you know. <laughs> So her legacy is getting passed down from generation to generation. That's fantastic. That is really, really cool. Um, but uh, so you were saying that, that a lot of what feeds into the success is, you know, what what is being said and done outside of you, mm-hmm. you know, coaching and talking and stuff in the locker room and everything. And going, taking the time out to go up to San Antonio and playing these AAU, you know, leagues and stuff like that, putting in the work in the weight room and, you know, and stuff on their own. And that right there is of a reason why, you know, Divine is so successful and everything, because our kids like to go up there and do things, not just whenever the coaches are looking, but whenever but they're even not when looking. when we're not there. Yeah, even when they're not there, it's kind of like, you know, I'm, this is what's expected of us. I'm not going to be a part of that team that did not do mm-hmm. it. So, you know, I think that, that says a lot right there. You know, when I was in school, we were pretty successful across the board. Mm-hmm. And then my senior year, we did not make the playoffs in baseball. And that's something that I look back at all the time. Like, we had way too mm-hmm. much talent to not make the playoffs in baseball. Yep. You know, and it, it was just a kind of a perfect storm. We had some injuries. We had some senioritis. We had some good teams in our district. You know, yeah. and back Pitcher, then it was – Pitchers throwing curveballs to the first base. <laughs> yeah, team. and that, that, that's not what cost us <laughs> making the playoffs. But No, but it's yeah. a funny story. It is, so. it is a hilarious story. So, uh, But, yeah, so, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things looking back as an adult, that's something that, you know, if I could go back and change, I would definitely try well, to do that. I, I still pick on you about that. Yeah. So Because y'all were loaded. We y'all were. We, y'all had were a, loaded. we had a good we, – so. we should have done better than we did, in yes. my opinion. So – but no, I, I agree. My my junior year in football, we did not make the playoffs. And Coach Bates's uh, first year, whenever he came in, uh, in I guess that was the '94 football season, and coming off a district championship or, or district runner-up, you know, going to the playoffs, and he came here, and we just were not good. Yeah. And you talk about not just him. I remember he stopped me walking into the locker room after the last game of the year against Medina Valley after we got embarrassed, and he said, "You feel this feeling right now?" I remember, I mean, we're just walking out the field, and I look at him, I said, yes. He goes, you don't like it, do you? I said, no, I can't stand it. And he said, you buy in to what I'm getting ready to do to y'all, and you will never have that feeling again. And I'm telling, I tell people all the time, I said, you know, when we started that off-season program, that was the hardest thing I'd ever done in my life. I mean, just, it was horrible every day. Yeah. I mean, and you just saw kids literally walking from the practice field and the weight room across the parking lot to go up to the office to go change their schedule. And and he said whenever we started that first day, we're all sitting there, and he said there's going to be a lot of y'all that aren't going to be here. Y'all yeah. are just – because y'all, y'all aren't going to want to put in the work and the sacrifice that we're getting ready to do. And uh, and the offseason program that he brought to us, he had gone and he had he had watched Judson go through their offseason program, and then he had also watched Odessa Permian. And you talk about two programs. That, yes. Well, th- those you know, were the those were the programs winning everything. Yes, in, in back then, yeah. those back those in the were day. the premier. I want to be like those schools, you know, kind of thing. And he got and I mean, and he just killed us. And I mean, and you would just see four or five kids every day, guys that have been in the program since seventh grade, just going and going and change their schedule because they didn't want to do it. And and then whenever football season came, you know, that next year. I guarantee you there was, you know, about five or six or seven of us that that really patrolled that locker room. It was kind of like you are going to do things this way or we are going to get rid of you. The coaches aren't going to get rid of you. We're going to get rid of you. And, I mean, and we won district that year, and it was kind of like we, and we weren't going to accept anything less because of how what the work and sacrifice that we put in. And Coach Quisenberry to this day still says that that was the best offseason that he's ever been a part of the way we bought into it because Divine's, you know, you are not going to be that team that's talked about, right. you know, that mm-hmm. there was bad like that. And, and, uh, and we weren't going to do it again. So, and I think, I think y'all know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Y'all, y'all's kids are, you know, they know the expectations and they're well, not going to be anything less. Right. And I think that puts some pressure on our kids sometimes and on us just, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, 
you can have a team that overachieves and you get a lot out of that, yeah. you know, as a team and as a coach. And then sometimes you have a team that, you know, Hey, we, we should be pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, to me that, that pressure just kind of sinks on you like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, we're, we're supposed to be doing what we're, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but it's, a, I mean, it's a great problem to have. Yes. But yes, you know. it is. Um, but I mean, that, you know, is there anything else that you want to add to that? I mean, about, about what, like, what is your, what is something that we should be excited about and looking forward to coming into this year? So, um, I mean, we lost some big players. We lost mm-hmm. Megan Runyon and Maddie Pike. But um, fortunately, we're going to have Macy Hine back this mm-hmm. year coming back from our ACL. Um, and she's a huge part of our offense and defense. Um, you know, we've had hitters really step up. I mean, we have Riley back, mm-hmm. you know, as a sophomore, Alina Gerlock is really hitting the ball well right now. Um, you know, we've got um, Bailey Oropesa is getting some great swings in there. Our defense is going to be solid all the right. way around. I mean, pretty much we're going to have the same people in server receive the whole entire time. Um, and, you know, we've got a couple of people fighting for the middle position right now. So, okay. I mean, we've got a strong lineup coming in. Our JV was successful last year, so we got some players down there that have gone some um, good minutes in this summer and stuff. So, you know, I mean, we're pretty strong all the way around right now. So, Cool. So you have some – You have, in other words, the, the positions that aren't or, – or you're looking to replace somebody, there's some good competition going there. Yes. So you got everybody working hard. Yes, so yes. That's, that's the best thing right there. That's what you want right there. You want to see, hey, you know, let's see what these two or three kids can do with this and who's going to step up. And then yeah. – Whoever gets it, the kids behind them can come in also off the bench and rotate in and do. And yeah, and that's kind of it's going to be a battle every day for yeah, playing time. That's, Who, who's going to show thing. up and who's going to work hard and who's going to earn it. So. Right. Well, and the thing that that I think is crazy about volleyball now, and it's been this way I think for a while, but especially now with the way you have the libero and everything uh-huh. else. I mean, there's just not a lot of opportunities for subs. Yeah. Once you you know if you've got really athletic kids play in front row. They usually play in the back row right. as well. And so, right. I mean, it, it, ha- it ends up being competitive because you can get down to yeah. six or seven kids in a hurry. Yes, yes. And so, you know, and that that's always tough too is, you know, keeping that kid that's not getting a lot of playing time at first, you know, keeping them working right. hard, getting after it. But, right. you know, how many times have we seen that? I mean, last year you lose your setter, like, boom, right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. Right. And, you know, and then all of a sudden people would step up, and, you know, yes. fill in in different spots. You had – a kid that was probably just going to be back row only kid ended up having to be a setter for you, uh-huh. which was Allie Stevens. Allie Stevens, yep. You know, and she stepped up and did that, and then y'all turn around and make it four rounds deep in the playoffs. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Right. Pretty, you know, kudos to those kids that continue that's, working hard and step in and fill in. Yes. That's, that's part of having a good program. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, hey, let's step up, make plays, you know, and keep competing. Yeah. So, but uh, anyways – now it's time to have fun with you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now it's uh, time to put you in the, on the spot and make you think outside the box. Yeah, so see this. Okay, it's really not that bad. Have you listened to the first couple no, episodes? I haven't. Okay, I so haven't. you have no idea what's going no, on. No, I told you she's a celebrity. She doesn't have to yeah, listen to the yeah. folks. So. Yeah. <laughs> my interesting life. <laughs> Jim, you're up. Okay, so my deal, mine's pretty easy. I'm going to let okay. you off pretty easy here my deal is always tell me something that you've seen that's been good that's been awesome and i usually say in the week like if it's joseph i ask him every week but for you i'll let you go with anything this summer so what's something that that you've seen during the summer that like just kind of it could be something doesn't have to be divine high school doesn't have to be i mean it can just doesn't be, have to be sports yeah just tell us something good that's happened that you've seen Oh, my gosh. I don't know because y'all know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Check yeah. back in about five minutes yeah. here. Let me, let me think, go start the food here. Because, you know, I don't – I mean, my sports right now is, you know, my life. Just not here at school but with my daughter also with Emma. So, um, you know, that's pretty much all we've done this summer is sports. Yeah. Really, truly. So, um See, I, I figured you would have just thrown out like, "Hey, I just got back from like a weekend." I know. The beach, I'm trying you know, to think. I, well, you know? yeah, we we were down South Padre. I was telling Joseph about the fireworks down there for Fourth of July. That was pretty cool. That was a mm-hmm. that was a pretty neat experience. So that's probably like one of the highlights of my summer so far. Yeah. It is, is being cool. down there. So I mean, you know, this past week it's rained nonstop, so we've barely left the yeah. house. Yeah. So, but yeah, those fireworks were. I mean, that's a pretty good show down there. It lasted almost 30 minutes. Wow, cool. Yeah. So. 
It's it is it's Hashtag quite it's America. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite it's quite a no that, that a sight. Yeah. I don't know. Have you have you ever been down I, there? I've seen then? I've seen like the weekend fireworks at uh-huh. South Padre. Yeah. Oh no. But, oh, I've never like seen the July. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Yeah. It was yes. really really yeah. good. It was yeah. it was a little cooler than the the little fireworks show that went on in the backyard of everybody's house here in Divine. Yeah, Ted. Okay. It's it's <laughs> yeah. quite a sight to see. So yeah. cool. You know. I thought with all the rain that she was going to say, man, I saw this really big arc and I saw this guy loading animals two <laughs> yeah. by two. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you well, know. you know, to be fair, I could probably ask you that question next week. Like, we'll just oh. have you come back out and then, and you'd you know, really after. have to censor this. Then. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> yeah. what's well, yeah. one cool thing that happened at coaching school? Yeah. So that, that was yeah. air quotes for those of all those yeah. that, that aren't well, since we don't have a camera. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, my question is, it is a two-part question because okay. you have to give us the answer and then you have to explain why. Okay. You chose the answer. Okay. So, would you rather be the head volleyball coach at the University of Tennessee or be the head volleyball coach for the United States Olympic team? Explain your answer. I would say Tennessee. Um, wow. That's a shock. Yeah. Not just because it's my alma mater. <laughs> But, you know, you're getting ki- – you get to pick the kids that come in there for your program that want to be there with you and have common, kind of a common goal. If you're going for the Olympics, you've got the best of the best. And, I, you know, that brings a different, um, you know, twist to mm-hmm. coaching and running a system right. and stuff like that. I mean, and, right. of course, our expectation is you're going to win. Like yeah. you're going to come back with a gold. And if you don't, you know, yeah. if you coach no. at Tennessee, it's not that much pressure. You know what I mean? It's a no, little bit I more fun, I think. Well, and, and the national champions came out of the South, Southeastern Conference this year. Is that right? Was it Kentucky? Kentucky, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky yeah. They were Tennessee. good. Yeah. 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 But, no, that's 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 interesting. I You know, I, I guess, you know, when you don't really – delve into it you think oh man i mean coaching you know you're coaching your country you know you're right. representing a country that's man you know i gotta take that but yeah like you said you got the best of the best you get, you're you may have a couple of them to come in there with, a, with their own personal agenda yes. you know yeah. you know so or not even more than a couple maybe a bunch of them so you're fighting that as well you know well and i think too i think this is where you're going with this is if you're at University of Tennessee, you're getting those kids for four or five years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got a chance to really establish some awesome relationships. Uh, you know, where you know you're with them ninety percent of the time, probably. Yeah. yeah. There, where at USA Volleyball, you're probably getting those players. They're coming in from their pro seasons, yeah. from mm-hmm. being moms, being whatever. You probably have like a two or three week training camp. Probably do some exhibition games and go right. to the Olympics. So yeah. Yeah. you're probably looking at six months out of the year every four years yes. or, yeah. or whatever for the Olympics. So I'm sure they do he, other they stuff. They got training yeah. and all that. So I think it's a different pressure situation. Also, yeah, how I mean, much pressure totally, do you want on yeah. you? Totally, you know? t- totally so. different makeup. Totally different type yeah. of pressure. I mean, coaching at University of Tennessee in the SEC, of course, is going to be oh yeah, pressure. So it's going to be pressure. Yeah. A lot of expectations but a totally different outlook. There's still that amateur feel to it and stuff mm-hmm. and, and everything. But I can see what you mean. Cause you're, you're sitting in their living room, you're recruiting them, you're meeting their yeah. parents, you're talking to them. You get to the USA. It's kind of like coaching that team and not saying it's bad, but it's kind of like, what are you going to teach me that I don't already know? Yeah. And it's so, not a lot of teaching. It's yeah. more just <laughs> trying to control it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So, you know, so. but, and then not only you're competing in a conference, you're competing in the world, you know, yeah. against yeah. teams from everywhere. So, well, I think if you look at what happened to the USA men's basketball team last night, they oh, got yeah. upset they by got Nigeria. Upset, yeah. And I think a lot of that is that Nigerian team has probably played together for quite a while. Quite a while. And, and you here know, you're bringing got, all these people in that haven't played yeah. together. And they've just finished seasons in the NBA and, you know, things yep. like that. And, you know, like you said, it's more of a management. You yeah. Know, okay. Who, how do we manage minutes? How do we get people here and there? And, that's yeah. why Chuck Daly's always been one of my heroes because try to talk, try coaching that team. Oh, in yeah, 92. the dream team. Yeah. I mean, that's the first. I mean, there was no, what do you call it? There was there's no, no mold or There's anything. no mold there. There's no book, you right. know, written, you know, hey, this is how you do it. Golly. And, and if you go look at the, the dream team back in the day, I mean, how many of those guys ended up in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Not, not that the people on today's Olympic team won't end up in the basketball hall. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I mean that <laughs> was just something special. I yeah, mean, it was. You know, 
Uh, I this mean, I'm trying to think who who on that team wasn't in the hall isn't in the I Hall of Fame besides Christian Leitner. Well, I mean, he might. But I mean, he may end up being there. And yeah, for he, his college career, you're right. He, he may yeah. be because it's not just an NBA and it's it's, yeah. it's the Naismith Hall of Fame. So he may he he. There's no way he's not in the in Hall of Fame. I, I don't know. I'd, we'd uh, probably have to do some research. I mean, I know you're like we, anti Duke. We but, we you know. we are. I'm not anti Duke. I was yes, just. Yes, you are. It was just a fun. No, it was fun. No, random you, basketball. You hate, oh. you hate the 1980 Boston Celtics and you hate their late 80s, early 90s. Okay, Duke. admit right. it. I, I admit <laughs> it. I I was rooting for the Showtime Lakers over Ooh. the Celtics back in the day. Exactly. Just because Sorry. I was young. <laughs> yeah. I was in middle school. I liked it. Was the brand you were of basketball. Young, you were was, impressionable. You were just yeah, going to a stage, right? It was. It was fast pace. It was. Man, Hollywood, whatever. Magic Johnson was making no look passes and slam whatever. dunks. And who were you going against? Who were you going for? UNLV. He was Same going for UNLV. Thing. Same thing. He was going for UNLV over Duke. Okay. With How dare shark. you? Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, I mean, but think about Duke. it. I'm, yeah, surpri- I'm surprised your mom didn't just pull your pants down yeah, and wear well, you out. Well, my, my sister got the smart jeans in the family. She was a That's huge true. Duke fan. <laughs> valedictorian and stuff too nobody at this table is going to argue with you <laughs> yeah no, yeah, sure. no the, so, that's for sure well she so. got the smart she was the nice one she was you know whatever <laughs> he was the mistake no offense uh, no offense taken. So, not taken so anyways but so she would rather be the head coach at the University of Tennessee yeah. because she's anti-America but uh <laughs> Um, but no, and good. I mean, no, that was some good insight there. Some loves right the fireworks to celebrate America, yes. but doesn't yeah. want to coach the Olympics. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, man. Complex, complex yeah. person. So, but I, do you have anything else? Well, I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't I think really. We, I think we touched on everything. I think, I think we have. I, I do know one thing I want to make mention of. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about high school sports, and I want to give a shout-out to Eric Smith. He just lost oh, yeah. his mother, Trudy yes. Smith, um, yes. battled cancer, uh, hard-fought battle, ended up losing that uh, battle about a week ago. Um, but one thing about Trudy is she was, like, the ultimate sports fan, especially when it came to Natalia sports. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I think that hits hard. Like, you know, we, we've got several people around here in Divine Mm-hmm. Uh, that are similar to that, and uh, you know those those uh, people like Trudy and and you know, like here like Bobby Campsey who can right. tell you every number that was worn in football. I mean, the other day I got a phone call from Bob, <laughs> just out of the clear blue, like Coach Sessions, I uh, I thought you wore fifty two in football, but I saw a picture you were wearing number thirty three, and <laughs> so I had to explain it to him how. I had to move, change numbers one time because <laughs> I, I don't, I don't even remember what the story was, but right, I, I, I right. do know I wore 33 and 52. But uh, you know, fans like that make what we do uh, yes. special, right? Right. You know, um, you hear all the negative connotations of sports right now and parents and things like that, but there are some really awesome people, awesome parents, awesome fans, and, right? Uh, you know, just want to give credit where credit's due. And, Mm-hmm. You know, Definitely. when when you lose someone like that, that's a big loss to the community. I, I saw a, a, a picture of her on, on Facebook, and they were there, and Eric had posted it, and I had like all these people, kids yes. and stuff around there, and without even knowing her personally, I was sitting there going, "Okay, this was obviously an awesome woman, uh-huh. a very yeah. awesome woman," yeah. and lost a battle to cancer, which is one of the most evil diseases out there because it does not. Does not care how old you are, does not care who you are, does not care what a good person you are, you know, and you know that mm-hmm. more than anybody. But, uh, I mean, so, you know, that that was all sad, but it was also very neat to see that picture. Mm-hmm. Right. And so she may have lost her battle there, but she is being celebrated, I'm sure, oh. you know, right now in a better place. So, for sure, Definitely. you know, but, yeah, I mean, Eric – you know, needs to know that all of us, you know, are yeah. he's in our prayers and stuff, and his family is in our prayers. Oh, for sure, as well, for sure. And I, he even quoted this at at the uh, at the eulogy of, or the funeral for his mom. He said, um, and Coach Quiz had told me this, and I think Coach Quiz had texted Eric, and he said, you know, if it's you don't want to be selfish, but you know, you miss them. Mm-hmm. You know, your 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 family member or whoever it is, or your friend, you miss them. But if you think about where they're at. And mm-hmm. would they really want to come back to this world? And exactly. the answer is probably not. No. You know, so no. Uh, celebrate the fact they were there, celebrate their life, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then look forward to the time you get to see them again. Yep. Right. That's for Definitely. sure. So, so yeah. So no, just, just um, wanted to do, give a shout out there. 
Right. Um, and then, you know, I mean, we're, we're rapidly approaching school starting. So, yes. you know, we got coaching school here yeah. this week. We got uh, three weeks until volleyball yeah. football season Ooh. starts. Yeah, two days start weeks. that, that three first weeks. Monday in August. August 2nd. August yep. 2nd, yeah. Y'all don't stop. No, we don't. Y- y'all we do don't. not stop. I yeah. mean, in today's in today's coaching, high school coaching and, you know, and everything, y'all do not stop. The kids don't stop and y'all do not stop yeah. with right. the summer programs y'all have. I mean, it's amazing. So... Well, there, there's so much more to do nowadays than mm-hmm. what there used to be. Well, I mean, we're lucky that we get to have the skill sessions this, yes. during the summertime. Yeah. You know, yeah. in the past, you yeah. couldn't touch them pretty much yeah. for two or three months. So last, last year, we was the first for year sure. we were able to do this format. And then the year before that, UIL had given us something like 45 minutes, I think, twice a week <laughs> or so, something <laughs> weird. Something, it was, yeah. It was, yeah. And it, I think it was an hour and a half it, twice a week. But when, you, when we did basketball and, and volleyball, it was right. just kind of – broke down that way so back back in our day you had running backs leaving in may and come back and there were guards in in, <laughs> yeah. in august you know yeah. so well yeah. like i said i wore 33 and 52 one season i so, was yeah. not going to point that out <laughs> but i'm just saying that that did happen from time to time so but anyways hey thank you for, yeah. for thank joining y'all. us thank y'all it was fun coach i mean yeah. you know it's it was awesome for you to you know take time out of your day and your summer and stuff to come and join us because we definitely wanted to you know talk about you and have you talk about, you know, your, you know, what's going on and, and what let you hear stuff because you've had some tremendous success. Well, here. Thank you. I appreciate and that. And my daughter's only going into fourth grade. So don't be thinking about going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, No. Well, you so, gotta remember Emma's only a year yes, ahead of her. So, yes, so that's right. Yeah. Um, it'll be here before we know it. They're going to be right out there on the court together. But a, you know, divine ISD, you know, is lucky to have you oh, and, thank and, you. and, thank you. and I'm lucky to be here doing, doing what you're doing. And, uh, we just wanted to be able to steal a little bit of your time and, yeah. and talk about yeah. that. Yeah, we appreciate you coming out. Yeah, and thanks for having I me. I echo everything Joseph just said there. Won't repeat all of it, but yeah, that glad to have you here and looking forward to this year. And yes. looking forward to getting some of your games broadcasted yes, out this, yes, this year. Yes, I know everyone yeah. enjoyed that, especially yeah. Coach Thompson uh, out there yelling. Oh, uh, yeah, we're definitely <laughs> going to have to find someone else to <laughs> figure something out with her. name yeah. to yell this year. There you, there you go. go. So. <laughs> so, and yeah, but you know, that, that's the other thing, some, some of these young coaches, and this will be for future podcasts for sure, but I mean, the energy that Coach Thompson brings to some of this stuff, and Coach Stacy, you yes. know, another yeah. young one on your staff, we're fixing to go to coaching school with those two. <laughs> oh. I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, I will admit it right now, I'll admit that I was rooting for UNLV in, in Michigan over Duke, I will also admit right now that I'm old, and I don't know that I can hang with the young kids, but I, see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise it. No, but, no, hey, but you know, you know, you know how coaches well, yeah. are. We get a little competitive yeah. every now and then. Yeah. So. Better yet, try it because I want to be able to laugh at you when you come back. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So. Just remember, you're fixing to make a trip to the family reunion down in oh. Mexico, so Ooh. don't get any ideas there. Yeah, but we're all old going down there, <laughs> so you know that's so. very true. But uh, no, hey, y'all two have fun at coaching school. Come back safely. Don't uh. Don't scar the young ones too bad. So. We're going to teach them how to network. Yeah. 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 There, there you go. Teach them how to go to some yes. clinics. First thing you do, walk into the big room and yell, hey, coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you don't know someone's name, <laughs> shake their coach. hand and say, hey, coach, good yes. seeing you. It's kind of like in Spies Like Us. Yes. Doctor, 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 doctor. Yes. That's coach, 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 yes. coach. Walk in and just say, what's going on, coach? And you'll have about 300 people turn around and look at you like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so. That's exactly right. <laughs> Exactly. And by the way, if there's anybody on the pod, you know, listening to the podcast and wants to coach, there's there's a lot of openings. Every time I look on Twitter, there are all kinds <laughs> of openings all within the state place. of Texas. Yes. So yes. We're, yes. We're looking for some good people to join in the profession. So don't get me talking about politics right now. Oh, no, that's true. So, yeah, yeah, we we don't have near enough time. No. No. You know, our 30 minute podcast is once again r- rapidly approach, approaching one hour. So yes, it's good. It's good content. Well, we ramble. We do. So um, kudos to Leanne for just sitting there and listening to the first fifteen minutes of this. Yes. Probably made no sense to her. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Okay, real quick before we get off here, game three of the finals tonight. Fixing the start here. Who you got? I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Going with the Bucks? Coach yes. McIver? I'm gonna have to say the Suns. I've always Ooh. been a Suns fan. Well, yeah, I hey, I'm not saying I I'm, I'm not really going, know what is all yeah. going on. I am not I don't follow either team and I am actually pulling for the Suns because of Chris Paul and stuff. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I'm just saying I think that the Bucks will, will take this one. I agree and, with you. And coming, I think, coming back home, I think mm-hmm. they'll play a little bit better, shoot the ball better maybe. Right. So yeah. I think they'll take this one, but I do think the Suns will win. 
and it won't even go seven games. Yeah. So is what I'm predicting. I like it. We have to throw Chris some. Paul, MVP of the finals. There you go. You heard it here first. So. All right. Well, I guess it's about that time. It's time to start cooking here. Mm-hmm. What do we have tonight? Chicken? Chicken. Chicken and veggies. Sound good? Sounds good. Welcome to stay. Hey. All right. I'm here. We should Maybe we should have called this like breaking bread, the Jim and Joe show, but. That'd been cool too. Yeah, well, uh, we've already got the we've already got the other stuff figured out. Maybe. Yeah, I already uh. painted the shop on the front of your house. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. So okay, sounds so. good. All right, all right. Well, for uh, Leanne again, appreciate you stopping yeah, thanks by. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, and uh, for Leanne McIver and Joseph Sadler, I am Jim Sessions. This has been Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show. Hey, I got the name right again. Two, up, two weeks in a row, up, baby. You're, you're starting to you're starting to get a hold of it now. So no doubt. But. <laughs> <laughs> When, when y'all get back from coaching school, I guess we'll do episode four. Yeah, yeah, I think we can sneak one in before you take off on vacation mm-hmm. there and get that out. So I don't know when we'll get this one uploaded, but hopefully we'll get it out. We've got to find somebody to bribe to come and join us. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. If not, know. everybody's going to be listening to me and you. Nobody likes us. I know. So. It always is better with three people, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I guess All that's right. going to do it for tonight. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening and, uh, and uh, taking the time out to – Listen to the 30-minute podcast that lasts an hour. Absolutely. We appreciate all that. So uh, this has been the Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show. We'll be back next week. Until then, we will see you on the flip side. Later.